rejoice and be glad in. And I thank you, Lord, for exhortation. I thank you for encouragement. I thank you for joyful voices that stir us up to want to hear what you have to say to us. So we bless you and you th- we thank you for this day, Lord. Give us what we need, Lord. We trust you for that. We always need something. We need it even if we don't think we need it. Because you know that we have need of you every hour, every minute of every day. So we love you, Lord. And we thank you for what you're about to do for us in Jesus' name. Amen and praise God. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Our God is good. Amen. Yeah, he's a good God. He's working even when we don't think he's working. Amen. He is working. So Jesus said that. He said, the Father works and therefore I work. Amen. Amen. We're joined to God and we're all one spirit. Amen. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Amen. The word says that. So he's working in us. He's working with us all the time. He's working through us when we yield to him. It's a wonderful thing. I was uh, yesterday, I was uh, going into a supermarket. And I ran into, uh, I was walking toward a woman and she was in a, um, you know, one of those motorized wheelchairs. I mean, you know, shopping cart things. And so, them, them sisters dangerous. I don't know what I'm talking about. You meet them inside the supermarket and they mow you down. But I, I was talking to her because she looked a little safe because it was out in the parking lot. You know what I'm saying? They slowed down in the parking lot. But anyway, she was putting groceries in the car and, her husband had driven. He was in the inside of the car making his way out. I said, can I help you with that? I said, you look like you got it under control, but can I help you? And so when I started helping her, she said, oh, yes, thank you. So I, she had a bunch of groceries. I said, you got a lot of faith to buy all these groceries. You know what I'm saying? You know, usually if you're a limit, little limited, you think small. But she said, Oh, honey, God's always got somebody out here to help me. I said, oh, excuse me. So she gave her testimony. We exhorted each other, encouraged each other. She said, I was born again in 1970-something and spirit-filled two years later. And, you know, she just ran it all down. I said, will you believe in prayer cloth? She said, yes, I do. I said, girl, I got some. So we had a wonderful time in the Lord. And and uh, it's just good to obey God. And, you know, just always be looking for him to open a door to, you know, and it encouraged me. You know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> poor Gigi was on the phone the whole time. She, I was talking to her going in there. So she had to hold on while we packed groceries and all of that. And so she said, I heard that. I said, yeah, I ran into a sister in the Lord. So husband never did get out the car. I guess he said, I guess he said, it's working so far. I guess I'll stay put, you know. So, but anyway, but God is a good God. He looks out for all of us. Amen. And he wants to do that. He wants to make provision and uh everything from the least to the greatest. So it, it's just a wonderful thing to serve him and to know him and to, you know, sow seed into the kingdom. Always have a blessing. Looking forward to a blessing. Amen. When you, when you sow seed to God, you've got expectation of good out there. It, it, I mean, that kind of locks it in. It, it, it really does. It puts you in a realm of the spirit that, that it's hard to duplicate any other way. You understand what I'm saying? You know, people, we all got a little craftiness in us. Got a little thief in our heads. 
You know what I'm saying? Trying to find a shortcut to big money. Amen. Big money, little work. Everybody's open to that. And so God understands that. That's why there are still secrets that he keeps about how you prosper. Amen. If you look at the parable of the seed and the sower, it says the sower, he, the, the sower sowed a seed and it grew. We don't know how. That's the part you got to trust God in. You just got to be faithful to sow. You got to be faithful to do that thing that whenever the door opens, you walk through that open door and do it. Amen. And it might require you humbling yourself and, and doing some things that are kind of a little hard for you to get over sometimes. You know, that lady was Caucasian. If I had a racist attitude, y'all understand what I'm saying? You got to get over some stuff in order to get over into the kingdom and learn how to just be obedient to that spirit that's leading you to do certain things in spite of. You got me? So when you can jump over some hurdles and not look at some stuff and get in there and do what God tells you, you're on your way to prospering real good. Amen. Being blessed real good. So, well, that was free. That ain't on the, that was your appetite ain't on the menu. What they call it, the chef something when it's not on the menu and they serve it to you anyway. What is that called, Poppy? You you remember what that is? A chef something. Uh-huh, yeah. But so uh, yeah, right, 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 right. I think it's a chef's table. Becky, where you at? She she would tell me what it is. I gotta holler for everybody. Phase one. <laughs> But it's something, it's like off-menu stuff, you know, that, that you got to know somebody to know somebody or somebody like you in the kitchen to send it out to you. Well, that's what y'all just had, amen. You had the off-menu special, so, yeah. God knows somebody to get that one, and you do. Praise God, praise God. All right, so we're going to continue with our, our talk on heavenly medicine, amen. Medicine that comes from heaven. And we are connected with heaven. Miss Dean, I want to get you a tablet. Okay, Chuck, there's some on my desk, please. Oh, excuse me. Chuck's, Chuck's on the job. I bet you don't have no pen coming. Oh my, I got the pen. I'm the custodian of all, all the PNC bank, all the stolen pens. Hawthorne, we got that one. We got, uh, Another Hawthorne, we got all the stolen pens, you know, so, but anyway, we've been blessed with pens, so praise the Lord, but uh, anywho, <laughs> they don't belong to nobody, they belong to me, amen, praise God. So heavenly medicine, we talk quite a bit about this, and we can talk about it forever, I guess, we've been teaching on healing ever since the, the Rona stepped up and tried to go for bed, amen. But she don't have us and we don't have her and she can't get us and we can't give her. Amen. Don't want her. Amen. Send her back to where she came from. She ain't being received up in here. Most of that we receive from the, the, for the uh, kingdom of darkness, we receive by fear. Amen. If you fear something enough, you can make it bigger for, bigger than God in your own mind. And that's why we teach on health and healing, to keep the fear level down and make it non-existent in your life. 
So many people who are, and you see how media people are trying to stir up more fear as if people aren't naturally afraid enough. They've stirred up more fear and gotten people more afraid about things. And so they got people so worked up. Vaccines don't work as well as getting it and getting over it. You know, that's, that's kind of like a hint for people. Amen. And, and so if you're going to try to work the, the world of prevention only, you're going to be kind of in sad shape. You understand what I'm saying? You're going to confront some things and make them back down. See, you confront them with the word of God and they must back down at the hearing of God's word. Amen. And this is how we live as believers. We are overcomers. We're not people who run away from stuff. Amen. You know, the demons are bullies. Sickness is a bully. It wants to get, you know, not only it make you sick, it'll make the whole family depressed and anxious and angry and all that kind of stuff. Amen. We got to have somebody who's walking in the spirit with God because I can tell you he ain't depressed. He ain't sick. He ain't angry. Amen. He's full of life. And he's full of joy and he's full of expectation. So we got to learn how to live with him and get our, our information from God, get our encouragement from God, get our faith from God, get everything that we need from the Lord because he's got plenty of it. Amen. He's the only one that never gets tired of hearing you whine. Huh? You know, the door, the day you hear the Holy Ghost pack up and move out, you in bad shape. You understand what I'm saying? Cause he said he'd never leave you or forsake you. <laughs> Amen. Thank God for that. He can live with all of us. Amen. Praise God. So we said that Jesus carried an anointing that was for the healing of the masses of people. The, the anointing takes care of everything you need. Amen. Because it works with the word. If the word takes care of everything you need, then the spirit of God takes care of everything you need in coordination with the word. Amen. The Bible says that the earth was without form and void, Genesis 1, and darkness covered the face of the earth. Amen. Darkness is not God. Amen. And so when darkness covers some something, then God wants to speak his word into it. And reverse it. So, so God spoke while the Holy Spirit was hovering over. He hovers over us to catch the word. Amen. I said he hovers over us to catch the word and cause the word to manifest. Amen. Amen. I was, I was speaking with Pastor Shirley and she was saying that, she said, oh, last Sunday there was such an anointing in here. And I said, you know, God's visiting us. I said, we want him to stay. I said, uh, what I've been trying to do is figure out how to get him to stay. And she said she came on the property. She was just coming by to, um, uh, uh, Bianca met her here and I guess she's, she had picked Bianca up at her school that's right down the street. And so Bianca was saying, you want me to drive Gigi? So she said, okay. So she said, we'll go down to the church and we'll switch seats when we get down there. And Pastor Shirley said she was in the, the back backyard here in the church right beside the dumpster of all places. And she said, when I stepped out of the, the car, she said, I felt the, the, the um, ground start to vibrate and shake a little bit under me. She said, and then I felt the Spirit of God just swirling around me. 
And she said, I, I was thinking to her, she said, is that God or isn't that like, would he be in a dumpster beside a dumpster behind the church? You know what I'm saying? I said, well, he meets us wherever, you know, and these things are signs that God wants to, to move. But, you know, we've got to learn how to ask him to go farther. So I told her, I said, let's ask him to come back, ask him to stay. Give us the words to speak into the spirit so that we can get the results that God wants. Amen. Because this is how he works. This is how he manifests his kingdom. He, he, he works by our words. And that's amazing. You know, that'll cause you to straighten up your mouth. You understand what I'm saying? And, and, God, if you're waiting for me to speak your word, let me get to talking. Go around your house. Read the Bible out loud to yourself. Amen. Find your favorite scripture and begin to confess it all the time. You know, I see people on Facebook trying to tell people don't confess the word. That's religion. I said, honey, if it is, let me sign up for it. And you need to sign up too and shut your mouth because you don't know what you're talking about. Huh? You got to say it until you believe it. You gotta say it until you mean it. Amen. Listen, a lot of y'all got married cause somebody talked you into something. What you sit up here looking at me like, uh, 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 should we, should we be saying the word like this? Should we be, uh, 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 uh. yeah. And you got talked in a whole lot more cause you kept listening to somebody telling you something. That wasn't nothing but a lie anyway. You knew it was a lie when he was saying it, but you believed it. Help me out, Poppy. You said that. That's right. You know you got to help me out on that one. Huh? Why'd you believe it? Because you liked it. You got to start liking Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Listen to these old broke down, non-working, non-praying. Not believing, don't go to church, don't go nowhere, but sit up and look at you all day. Hey, I like this guy. <laughs> well, let Jesus be just like your crazy boyfriend. Huh? That wouldn't quit talking to you. Amen. Learn how to like what he says. Amen. He'll tell you things you don't even know about yourself. (laughs) All right. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory in the highest. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We praise you. Lord, we magnify you. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be praised at all times. You're worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 The Lord is saying, he said, visitation is upon the earth, says the Lord. He said, and he said, and this is one thing I want my people to stop doing is fighting over who's going to get the visitation. He said, I love you all the same. I don't choose. I don't pick. I come to the whosoevers. 
Learn how to welcome me. Learn how to expect me to show up everywhere at all times. Just learn how to walk with me, says the Lord. And I won't only visit, I will dwell. I want a place where I'm welcome all the time, where you don't have to fix yourself up. I can just come in as you are, and you know how to welcome me and fellowship with me and sup with me. And learn how to create a secret place for me in your heart, says the Lord, where I can touch you and you can drop what you're doing and come away with me, says the Lord, because I have important things to do in the earth and I want to include you in it, says the Lord. And so I want to be the one who dwells with you and I want to dwell everywhere. Don't get discouraged because this person says it's going to come here. That person says it's going to come there. I come to people, says the Lord. I don't come to places, I come to people. And I want to dwell with my people. And I am here for you at all times, says the Lord. He said, if you don't think you qualify for a visit, I'll qualify you, says the Lord. And I will be your dwelling place. And you will be my people. And you will do mighty exploits. Because I said so. Because I said so. And I'm expecting you to believe me in this, Lord. So the Lord says, I'm expecting you to follow through on it. Begin to worship me at strange times, at odd times. Just let that spirit of worship come up out of you, says the Lord. And that will be our connection. That will be our dwelling place. That'll be our meeting place, says the Lord. And I will meet you there. And I will dwell there. Because that's my desire, says the spirit of the living God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we are joined with you and we are one spirit, says the Lord. We are one spirit. Thank you for joining with us, Lord. Thank you for taking over, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us in every way. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. God is so good. So good. It's wonderful. 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 Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Miss Dina, you got anything? Okay. Alright. Well, we'll just let the Spirit of God settle in. He wants to hover. Thank you, Lord. Let's just worship him a little bit. Just respond to the spirit as you feel led to. Thank you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Now, the, the Lord does want to explain something to us. He said, this is that. He said, I promise you visitation. And I've just visited you, each and every one of you. And the Lord says, I can manifest just like that. Just that quickly, says the Lord. For when you speak that you want something, I'm ready to do it right then and right there, says the Lord. So stop putting me off in the future. I want to do it now. And when you said visitation, I showed up in visitation and learned how to obey and stay in my silence. This is a demonstration of what I want to do in the future, says the Lord. And when I start to stir and move, I will instruct you what to do by that spirit, says the Lord. And I will instruct you what to do in the realm of the spirit, says the Lord. And the spirit will instruct you and the spirit will teach you and the spirit will guide you in the way that you should go in demonstration of my Holy Spirit and power in signs, wonders and miracles, says the spirit of the living God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just lift up your hands, whatever you have need of, God will give it to you right now. Whatever you have need of, he will give it to you right now. Just lift up your hands in an attitude of receiving. Just receive from the Father that which you need. Receive from him what you need. Lord, we thank you for healing us, making us whole, giving us back family members, giving us back our our stability, our finances, our favor, blessing, our children, our households, long life, longevity, good health. The things that the enemy has stolen and pushed away from us, we receive them right now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for heavenly medicine. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us with every need met. Let us see evidence in the natural 
that these needs have been met because that's the desire of our hearts, Father. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. So we're going to continue talking about heavenly medicine. Amen. I'm going to read to you a, a portion from Job. We have this in our prayer. Thank you, Lord. Job. In Job chapter 33. No, Job chapter 33. This is one that we pray in our one of our prayers, I think it's a prayer for uh, salvation or for backsliders, one of the two. But we always look at the scripture in light of somebody who needs salvation. But it's also a healing scripture. Amen. And so it says here, uh, verse 14, for God speaks once, yea, twice. Yet man perceives it not in a dream. In a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men and slumberings upon the bed, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction, that he may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. He is chastened also with pain upon his bed and the multitude of his bones with strong pain so that his life abhors bread and his soul dainty meat his flesh is consumed away that it cannot be seen and his bones that were not seen stick out yea his soul draws near to the grave and his life to the destroyers if there is a messenger with him an interpreter one among a thousand to show man his uprightness then god's gracious to him and he says deliver him from going down to the pit for i have found a ransom then his flesh shall be fresher than a child's and he shall return to the days of his youth he shall pray unto his god and he will be favorable to him and he will see his faith with joy for he will render unto men his righteousness so this is a picture of somebody who is sick nigh unto death and god sends a messenger to him send somebody like you and like me to tell him god is on his way don't give up god is your help you will not be destroyed. You will not die, but you will live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. No matter how thin and shrill and frizzled up they get, you know, sometimes people, when they, sometimes with, with, especially I'm thinking about somebody with a terminal illness like cancer. Sometimes the cure is worse than the disease. I've seen that so many times over the years. You see some people said, you know, they look fine, but they're their body is full of disease, but then they start t- taking the treatments they can't eat anymore. They can barely sleep. They're, they're, um, distraught. They're, they're depressed. They don't have hope. All of those things happen. And this is what it looks like. 
And then what happens to many people is nobody finds this messenger. Nobody is the messenger. Nobody finds the ransom for them. You get on that list and then the relatives start flying in from everywhere sitting at the death vigil. Instead of somebody coming speaking life. Amen. There have been so many testimonies of people who said, you know, there was somebody, a man would come in my room every night and mop the floor and he would be singing hymns. And then little by little, God started to remind me that he was there to heal me. And I, I got up out that bed. The tree, I quit taking the treatments. I felt so good. They let me go home. He has to find a messenger, folks. There's got to be somebody who would give that message to somebody who looks this bad and looks this far gone. Amen. There's always a message for them. There's always a word for somebody who's weary. There's always someone that God will send. It's so wonderful to serve the Lord, to know and and have the humility to be that messenger. Amen. Have the humility, be that person that no matter what they look like, you can go to them and say, you know what? We're going to pray. God's going to heal you. Don't have any doubt about that. That's why he sent me here. He doesn't send his, his servants for a maybe. He sends them for a yes, yes, sir. Yes, yes, ma'am. It for an amen and so be it. That's why you're there, to give them the amen and so be it. Amen. It's still so. We're healed, period. We're healed anyhow. Amen. We are definitely healed. And so that's what the messenger is for, is to live, to deliver people from the darkest pit. We're not talking about just going to hell, but we're talking about people who are going to the grave and would prefer to be healed would prefer to be walking around and prefer to be well. So the heavenly medicine comes by way of a heavenly messenger. That's what we're here for. We are God's heavenly messengers to to speak flesh upon those bones. Amen. To speak to those dry bones that seem to have no life in them. To tell those bones that they will live. Amen. And life is here right now. It's a good thing to be a messenger of God. It's a good thing to, 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 don't consider yourself so highly. You know, you, you gotta have this, you gotta have that. Amen. David was a king. And he still said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the, the wealthy tents of the wicked. Amen. And so we have to understand who we are and what we carry. You carry life. You always carry life. That life helps you to live. It helps you to live better. Amen. It puts flesh on your bones. Amen. It's not just just your food. Amen. His life is keeping your flesh healthy. Amen. It's keeping it strong. It's keeping it full of life. And so God wants us to be that messenger that he can send. To send, he says, he has given us the tongue of the learned. He wakes us up morning by morning with a word in us to speak for the learned. So he's not wanting to for you to pray for the sick every now and then. He wants to do it every day. Morning by morning, he wakes us up. Look for him to point somebody out to you. If it's just look in the mirror and preach to yourself that day. See what I'm saying? Learn how to hear as the learned. Amen. I remember I used to, I would get, wrong numbers and, and 
God said, you know, there are no wrong numbers ever call your house. He said, those people I have, you call for a purpose. And so I would start to tell people, I said, well, do you know the Lord? They said, well, I'm sorry, it's the wrong number. No, nobody calls me by accident. Do you know the Lord? Well, um, I said, yeah, the Lord Jesus Christ, he wants you to serve him. He wants you to know about him. That's why he had me call you. And you don't know the devil slick as he is. Now he got everything on recordings. But that won't stop me. Huh? That's not going to stop nothing. God just has another plan. Amen. The devil see you stealing the good. He put people on a recording. I said, I'll get the recording saved. Siri, you saved? You need to go to church, girl. Huh? But we are his messengers. Amen. Amen. In Jeremiah 33, God promises. And this is good because, you know, many times I know I was kind of uh, locked into divine health or nothing. You know, never get sick. Because I believe that is part of what the Bible teaches. You don't have to get sick. If you keep your mind focused on health, you will be healthy. Amen. But if sickness attacks you, uh, and it pretty much attacks everybody, it's not there to stay. In Jeremiah 33, 6, he says, Behold, I will bring it health and a cure, and I will cure them and reveal to them the abundance of peace and truth. So really, God is talking about the total man here, bringing you health and a cure, and then bring the abundance, it says, of peace and truth. That means more health coming, more health coming, more health coming. You know how some people can be attacked with sickness and and somehow get over and attacks them again, and the devil's just waiting for them to get discouraged this time. So they quit expecting the health and the cure aspect of what God will do for them. Well, he says, no matter what happens, I will bring you also the abundance of of peace and truth. So if illness attacks you a second time, you know, this has happened to me. And I, I would, I claimed, I remember I had a thing with my, uh, with one of my joints, my hip. It was very, very painful. I could barely take a step without it, it hurting. And this went on for a while. You know, it, 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 I kind of stopped it some with the word and then it would pop up again. And I'd stop it some with the word and I told the Lord, I said, I'm going to have to stop and take care of this. You know, that's what came to me. And so I, I asked the Lord what to do. And it's always, you know, get, get in the word. So I shut everything down. I put the word on all day long. I stayed in the word all day long. And I asked the Lord, I said, let me see improvement every day. And he honored that request. And on day five, I was up and moving around with no pain. Well, then two years later, it came back again. Why? See, you got to check yourself or you wreck yourself. And see, I'm just like everybody else. I'm always scared to check myself and say, okay, God, what happened? This thing was gone. 
it's the same thing, and it's back again. And the Lord began to show me how I had been wondering, looking to see if it was truly gone. Well, that's not faith. You got me? But he healed me again. I went right back and did the same thing again. I said, God, this time I want this thing done. I want it dead. I want it. So now I'm reassured. I don't expect it to come back. I ain't looking to see if it's truly gone. It's gone. Amen. I'm healed, period. So you might have to work with something a while to get it taken care of. You gotta, you have not only kill it, you gotta Bomb it, embalm it, bury it, put the nail in the coffin, have a funeral, and have a repast. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? And just declare it dead and see it nailed in the coffin forevermore. See it nailed to the cross at Calvary so it can't come back to you. And believe that he makes an utter end and the affliction will not rise up a second time. You gotta believe that. You can't just say it and then wonder. I did that. I'll confess it. I said it and wondered. Cause it was so painful, it scared me. Listen, I will go over to that why, I promise you. I, and I will not come back. I'll get on the freeway and hitchhike and make it home. Even though I ain't driving. You know you go for bed when you got your own car, right? I'll kidnap the driver and take her with me. Huh? It's just normal. Your your carnal mind always wants to get involved in the things of God. Even though you tell it to mind its own business, it still wants to dip over in. Well, are you really healed? Are you sure? Yes! I'm sure. Because I have a sure word of prophecy. I have God's word. By his stripes, I am healed. He will give me a health. He will health and a cure. Amen. He will heal me so that I will have peace and truth. So you got to get peace about your, your situation and the truth of God's word. That affliction will not rise up a second time. If you see stuff that keeps coming back and keeps coming back, it may be coming back because in a small way you might be looking to see if it's really gone. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. I was looking at my poor little dog. She has blocked tear ducts. And every time I look at her little eyes, I say, oh, Lord, I feel so bad. Lord, so you better shape up, Barb. You know, when he tell me, girl, when God said, girl, shape up, that's when I know it's okay, it's over, Lord, all right? I walk by faith and not by sight. She's healed. Quit looking. Huh? Or if you look at her, what you looking for? You looking to see she's healed? Huh? You got to be looking for the right thing. You just, that's right, baby. Thank you. Yeah, almost as long as she can, amen, I'll, you, you keeping me from going to the Y, Emmy, okay? Cause Baba was on her way. <laughs> but we gotta quit watching in the natural, amen? What goes on in the natural has nothing to do with what God's doing inside of you by the Spirit. 
Heaven is invisible. What heaven does is invisible. Heaven connects to the invisible. So God is connected to the invisible in you. Can you see how cancer gets destroyed in the body? You can't. Scientists can't. Nobody can. But we know that God destroys it. Because we see people recover all the time by the word of God. So these are the things that we, when we sow our seed, God begins to make it grow. We know not how. Quick cop trying to get the know-how. Amen. Take your business. A lot of stuff ain't our business. But we try to dip in there anyway. Amen. You know, the Jehovah Witness asked that question, where did, uh, whose wife come from? Uh, Cain's wife come from. Huh? They're trying to stump Christians. I said, well, the Bible says the secret things belong to the Lord. He knows. Cause she showed, she must have come from somewhere cause she showed up. He got married. Maybe he'll do the same thing for you. You mind your own business. People, the Bible is not for that. It's not to stump somebody. It's to feed us. That's heavenly food. Quit playing, playing with your food. Learn how to eat it and, and throw it down and ask God for more of it. Say, God, that word was good. Give me more of it. Amen. I'm here not only to taste and see that you're good, but to feast on your goodness every day. Amen. You need healing in your body. You ought to be in the word every hour of every day. At least meditation wise and begin to mutter it to yourself. I thank you, Lord, that I am healed. By your stripes, I'm healed. That's what a fast really is. It's getting away from everything else but what God has for you. And make up your mind, you're going to get it. God, I'm not coming away from this table empty. <laughs> of course, he knows that about moi. Huh? My late mother will tell you I was a kid who was first to the table, last to leave. I was a very gracious guest at my mother's table. Huh? Praise the Lord. That way about the word of God too. I thank you God for a hunger for your word. Thank you Lord for a craving for the things of God. A craving for healing. A craving for wholeness. A craving for soundness and health in every member of my body. Amen. And for everybody I know. Health and healing and wholeness for them as well Lord. You don't leave anybody out. Amen. God is so good. Praise God. You know, sometimes when you see people doing better, symptoms leaving, you know, you need to say, God, I thank you. Devil, stay gone. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of looking to see if it's really real. You know, don't make the mistake I made. Amen. Devil, I can tell you gone. Now stay gone. Because they know how to, what's that girl say? Circle back. Circle back. They do the gin sake on you. They circle back, circle back, circle back. He just cruise around your block and see what you're doing. If you're giving him any play. If you're scared of him. Huh? That's what he does. He always zipping by to see what you, what you curious about. 
Huh? No, devil, stay gone. I got something for you this time. Huh? I ain't curious. I'm healed, period. Amen? You need to hang your shirt up in your living room window. <laughs> when he circled back, he going to read heal, period. Hell, period. Let that confuse him. I guess he said, I'll go somewhere else. Now nah, they heal, period, up in there. I don't even know what that means. Mean you can't come in here. You ain't stealing here. Can't have nothing here. So divine medicine, we have said, said has many properties. Amen. It contains God's life. The word of God is life. Amen. In John 1, 4, it says, in him was life. Amen. Let me go there. Somebody say, she didn't even read that scripture. <laughs> you read it. I know you read it. Probably far as you ever got in the book of John. But we ain't going to go there. We ain't throwing no shade in. You remember John 1, 4, because as far as you ever got. I'm messing with somebody. It says, in the, in the beginning, one, one was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same, that is the word, was in the beginning with God. So God preexisted, was in three forms. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. They all work together. The Father, being the, the, um, head, my right, Poppy? Yeah, you know, people throw darts at you when you say stuff like that. You steal the head if they don't know you the head, right? That's right. Hey. <laughs> I might need an ally. Amen. But the head, it has the ideas. Don't you get ideas from your head? You say, no, I get them from my spirit. Yeah, whatever, you know, he's... Your head ain't empty. Uh, but the head comes up with the vision, the concept. Think about what's in your head. Your brain, your thoughts. You see with your brain. Amen. Eyes just let the light in. The brain is what tells you what you see. Amen. That's why you can get visions without seeing anything in the natural. Hey! You ever wonder how that happens? God just sends a picture to your brain. So God sends a picture to himself, and then the son speaks up about it. Just like your, your, uh, your son is the offspring of the parents, a word is the offspring of a thought. Your thoughts birth your words. Well, I see I got a bunch of lunatics here where you just, you just say anything and you don't think it. Huh? Okay. It's not tongues all the time. What you gonna do about them English words you wish you hadn't said? But the word springs off from your thoughts. So Jesus sprang from the Father's thoughts. 
And the Holy Spirit saw that and he said, hey, I want in on this. I'm going to make it come to pass. So the Holy Holy Spirit is the agent of manifestation. So when the Holy Spirit hovers, he's hovering for a purpose. Pastor Shirley, I know it's coming back because he's hovering for a purpose. He's going to give us the words to speak to him so that he can manifest. Amen. He going to manifest what we speak because he wants to. We who are joined to the Lord, we're one spirit with God. When we speak from our spirit, that's God speaking through us, folks. You got me? Quit trying to fix up his words. Huh? He knows what he wants to say. Big problem. We want to make everything sound different than what it, the way it comes to us by the spirit sometimes. Amen. We need to speak boldly. Huh? In that what the apostles asked for, more boldness to speak your word confidently. Huh? So that's all we need is confidence and boldness. Sometimes people have never seen a healing because they've never spoke that out. Got me? So that's what boldness comes from. To say it even though your brain is telling you not to. Huh? Your carnal mind wants to censor everything God wants to do. Huh? Wants to fix it up and make it sound nice so it'll lose its power. I'm going to say it again. Fix it up and make it sound nice so it'll lose its power. Huh? So you have to be adamant about what God says. God isn't wishy-washy. That's why it's called commandments. Not suggestions, not maybe if you get around to it or if you like it or if you want, if it sounds nice to you. Amen. These are commandments for a reason. So when we speak in boldness, the Holy Spirit is quick to manifest that which we speak. He wants to manifest the glory of God, the healing, the goodness, the prosperity, the good jobs, the good relationships, the healthy children, the purdy husband. I kind of like him, Jesus. He sure is pretty. Oh, he's coming over to say hi to me. Get with it. Uh Yes, he'll manifest. You've been looking at that picture of whoever on the refrigerator for years. Now it's getting ready to happen. Are you scared? Uh So learn how to expect God to manifest that which we desire. He said he'd give you the desires of your heart. Not a cheap substitute. You know, sometimes you'll have a thought and it scares you. Oh, God, did that come from you? Oh, that's too good, God. That's him. Him too good. Amen. All the time. He wants you to have what you want. Not what other, not what you think you're supposed to have, but what you want. And no, you don't deserve it. This ain't about deserve. It's about he said. He don't heal you because you deserve it. He heals it because he said he'd do it. In fact, you are healed, period. Just accept it, embrace it, and expect it to come every day. Ooh, God, I thank you. Today is the day. No more pills, no more doctors. Today is the day. Huh? No more. Today is the day. Divine health is mine today. 
today is the day. Devil wants you to wait forever for everything. Amen. We're not waiting on God. He's waiting on us to catch up. Amen. So the word contains life. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. And that light light shines in the darkness. So health will spring forth out of you. Amen. The Bible says speedily. That made me shudder. And quake. It's like, what are we waiting on? God's waiting for you to get everything in gear. You know what? Spirit, soul, mind, and body. Because if the spirit only has it, the mind and the body will fight the spirit. We got to get two of them to double team the other one that ain't cooperating. You got me? Because if you can get two of them to go to agree together, the other one has got to fall in line. So that's what we're doing. When you believe you receive your healing, when you pray, your who got healed? Your spirit received it. God heals from the inside out, not the outside in. Quit looking on the outside for everything. So when you say you're healed, you're telling the truth. You ain't lying. Because your spirit said, okay, I got it. So now your spirit's healed. Then we got these other two critters over here. Your mind and your body. See, your mind, that's why the Bible says renew your mind, wash your mind in the water of the meditate on the word, wash it out. Because your mind becomes a great decision maker. It'll tip the balance either way. So if you can get the Bible says less what they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart. So you got three mind functions there that's got to work in order for you to get it. So you got to see with your eyes. That's a mind function, a brain function. Excuse me. Those of you who got to, we got to go with the science. You got somebody ain't even went to the third grade talking about, I said, spell it. So you got two critters that, that need to, that, you know, three parts of this mind thing that need to come into agreement. You got to see that God's telling you the truth, that you're healed. You got to accept that. You got to hear with your ears the word of God that tells you by his stripes you were healed. So you got it already. Then you got to understand with your heart, not your head, your heart. So it's like back and forth, back and forth. Your spirit sends your mind a message, mind get in gear. We healed. Quit fighting me. And mind says, no, wait a minute. No, you shut up. You ever have a real conversation with yourself? Now listen, mind, you shut up. Huh? I'm going to get this understanding. Got me? I'm going to understand this once and for all. Amen? 
And the Bible says when you understand it, that's why the Bible says in all you're getting, get what? Because when you got him, you got it all. He says when you get understanding, it says then you're converted. But um, I confess Christ said, Earl, shut up. Now that little devil that says he confessed Christ at an early age, you slap him and make him shut up. Cause he's at every funeral. No offense to nobody, ain't throw no shade. But he shows up at every funeral on everybody's program. Confess Christ at an early age. Yes, but he lived for the devil most of the time. Sorry. (laughs) You understand me? That's why it's put in there. It's all for show. The Bible says God knows those who are his. Somebody with a spiritual heart needs to pray for that person while they were living to have received Christ for real. That's why I'm always interested when people, when I prayed for them, to find out how they're doing health-wise. And then I begin to petition God, if they start to decline, God, do you want me to go visit this person? Do you want somebody, do you want me, not somebody, do you want me to go and make sure that they have salvation ministered to them? Because when they're in the ground, it's too late. You got me? If that's not your prayer for your loved ones, it needs to be. God put me on the list of the, the visitors who will go and minister salvation to people. Amen. You have to do that, folks. Other than that, if you know to be saved and you don't get assured that they are, it'll be on the program, Receive Christ at an Early Age. And most people sitting there know, I used to kick it with that old boy, you know, all the old, you know, all the old people that used to kick it with him is right there just rocking by the casket, shedding tears. Not knowing whether he's really saved or not. So conversion has to do more with a one-time confession. That's all I'm saying, folks. Sometimes you got to confess it over and over and over again until your crazy brain quits fighting it. Your doubtful brain. Your brain that keeps looking for something in the natural. Your brain that, you know, when you, when you quit looking, this is what the devil do to you. You quit worrying about, finally you have a day where you really believe it with everything that's in you. And the devil will say, you're feeling too good. You're living in denial. Huh? Well, devil, if this is denial, I like it. I want some more of it. Huh? Cue, uh, no. <laughs> Who was that in the country? I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. That's what you sing. Huh? Whoever that is. I don't know. Don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> but it's true. That's when you got to really start to like what God's doing. When you get to the point where you don't worry, you don't keep checking it, you don't keep wondering about it. When you get to that place, I call that bliss. Amen. 
this blessedness, this bliss that God has given us. Amen. That's where he wants us to live all the time. Where we're not concerned. He said, cast your cares on me. I can handle it. You can't. Huh? Because you're worrying me every five minutes about something. So let me have it, okay? We don't have to worry about it anymore. But see, once we're converted, and the Bible says that's when we're healed. You got me? So when we're, we're talking about healing, we're talking about healing in, in several different places that need to come together in agreement so that we can get the physical to vamus and never come back. Amen. And then we can totally walk in it. You can walk in total contentment with not all three of those parts in order. Huh? Because God is your strength. He's your comfort. You can be comfortable. You can be in strength. You can be in health. And and not have everything lined up the way it's supposed to be. You can be in God's joy without having all your physical symptoms removed. Amen? There there was a, the testimony about the woman that she had had. She was born with some kind of large growth or developed a large growth, and it was like on her face or neck or something. And she went to a meeting, and, and uh, this was back in the day, like a 100 years ago almost probably, when they were, you know, healing was just being restored to the church, and people were getting healed everywhere. And she went up to the altar and got prayer, and she believed she received her healing when she got prayer. Her spirit received it, grabbed onto it. And she was running around giving her testimony how she was so gloriously healed and, you know, all this. And and uh, people would just look at her, look down and look away. And she, she's, she told the Lord later when she was by herself, she said, Lord, they don't believe me. I can tell they're not. She said, so could you remove this so they can believe that you healed? Not for me, for them. You got me? Sometimes it's, it's, it lingers because God is working a work in us. It, there's a place where you've got to respect the conversion process. You can't just want everything instantly. Amen. But it will come suddenly. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, conversion is like, whoop, you just got flipped. Amen. You used to be crazy and wondering, and whoop, you got flipped over. All of a sudden, your mind is like, "Woo, where'd this come from? Woo, this, huh? Is this really me? Huh? It, 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 it does happen in the suddenlies. It's not always just a gradual, like, you get a little straighter, you get a little stronger, you get a little this. It's, it's not always like in increments like that. It can be like a, I was, you know, I've been baking cookies recently. Y'all better say they good. Or I'm taking them all back home with me today. I didn't get an A. Did you hear Amen, Poppy? We hear crickets. I'm going to take them home. The crickets going to eat them with me. (laughs) Y'all ought to quit. Oh, the hypocrisy. Oh, the hypocrisy. Once you know it's safe to say amen, then you say, ah, oh, quit. Let me hear your loudest amen. Yay! 
<laughs> I can see where he don't play with his people. Amen. Oya Depo. Audio Depot, whatever his name, I can't pronounce it correctly. But uh I found out those people manifest healings all the time in his meetings. See, that's a true prophet of God. When he speaks, he said, I hear, I say it's going to leave today. The last day is going to happen. I said, oh, I receive it. How could you not? See, that's boldness and confidence in the anointing. He knows how to speak into that spirit, that prophetic spirit. Amen. It's wonderful what God will do for his people. But, but I was, I was, when I, when I bake them, I learned a secret. You can't go nowhere while you're baking cookies. Huh? You can't go to the mailbox. You can't go to the, you gotta watch them babies. Huh? Because, you know, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like my mother used to say, you can't cook in the living room. So she banished me to the kitchen. Huh? But she was in the living room. But anyway, I, I noticed that, you know, the cooking time is on a cookie is like less than 10 minutes most of the time. You go over 10, somebody right somewhere. <laughs> you done something wrong. But I noticed, you know, when it's close to the time and it, you can't put a timer on it and go look. Little cheaters. You want to run somewhere until the timer go off and then come back. It's too late then. Cookies is burnt. But God showed me about the suddenlies, you know, while I was... You know, I mean, come on now. God can teach you out of everything and anything. You got to learn how to pay attention, young'uns, <laughs> cheerings, chilling. Got to learn to pay attention because he teaches me all the time in all things. Amen. Because I want to learn. I don't know it all. And I don't pretend to know it all. Amen. I'm still a student of the Holy Ghost. But he showed me something. He said, he said, when you watch cookies, he said, how much, he said, when you see they're almost done. You know that almost done? Pretty much cooked, but a little pale, a little soft. They look ugly. The almost done stage is not a pretty stage. They don't look right. Even all through the baking process, they don't look right. You couldn't take it out of the oven and say, here, eat this, and somebody would eat it. You understand what I'm saying? Gladly. And the Lord said, that's the way your healing is. He said, almost done looks ugly. And he said, when you look at it and it's almost done, he said, how long would you say it's, it, it, it is until it's perfect? And I timed it anywhere from 30 to 90 seconds from ugly almost done to perfect he said that's the suddenly of my spirit he said you can come in limping hurting everything he said because you're almost done 
He said, don't ever underestimate what I'm doing in the oven of your spirit. He said, I'm cooking all the time. He says, oh, I'm always working on it. It's always cooking. He said, and suddenly it's done. He said, and if you miss the suddenly, what happens? I said, it burns up. He said, you're right. He said, so pay attention to what I'm doing all the time in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The Lord is saying heavenly attention. Pay attention to heaven, says the Lord. Heaven is working all the time to affect your healing, to affect your cure. Quit worrying about what it looks like. Quit worrying about how long it's been. Pay attention to heaven because heaven is working all the time. And I'm presenting it to you totally, perfectly done, just the way you like it. No burnt places, no underdone places. It'll be perfect. If you let me do it and I'll work in the suddenly of your life before you know it, here it is, says the Lord. And that's how I work it in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Says the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. See, it'll be a suddenly thing. Suddenly it'll, you, you'll be converted and you'll look around. You say, what could I have been thinking to think that it wouldn't ever get here? Because that's what doubt is doing. It's telling you it won't happen. That's why it's best to call those things that be not as though they are and say, it's happened already, devil. And you watched it, as a matter of fact. You had a ringside seat at Calvary with all your people taunting Jesus and poking fun and say, oh, he healed everybody. Bring yourself down from the cross. You made people say that stupid stuff. But then you looked around the next day and he was down off the cross and he was in your domain. Huh? Bring yourself down. Yeah, he brought himself down all right, right on top of your head. And you've had permanent brain damage ever since. So God's just working it to perfection, folks. Amen. He's working your healing to perfection. There's a lot of steps in this process. You know, we believe, and these are things that we don't know how it happens. But the ones that we know about, I can tell you it's, it's a few steps here. But your, your, your spirit has to win over your mind. Your, your, your spirit has to convince your mind, your crazy mind that he's in charge. Huh? It's like, I'm driving the bus now. Move over or get in the back. Huh? Now your mind is never going to go anywhere. It's going to always, but put him in the back seat. Don't let him drive. Crazy mind be to drove you off a cliff somewhere. I said, the worst things that ever happened to me happened to me following my mind. Huh? And I won't elaborate further, but you know it's the truth. So we've got to renew that thing. Wash that thing out. Huh? You tell your mind, guess what? You got another dose of scripture coming. Huh? 
See, we have to be healed spirit, soul, and body. Sometimes your mind would get healed and renewed if you quit letting your eyeballs. We won't see everything. Huh? Watch what you look at. That's why the Bible says don't let the word depart from your. Quit looking at symptoms. Quit looking at other people's symptoms. Quit looking at how long it's been. Oh, poor so-and-so. I don't know. Don't cry for me, Argentina. I got Jesus. I don't need your sympathy. Seriously? You feel sorry for me? I'm on my way somewhere. Amen? Whither I go, you better hope you go too. Huh? I'm I'm on my way to glory. And I'm in this body, in this mortal body. This mortal body will be healed. Totally. Amen? My my spirit man just got to have a little talk with my soul. Huh? Convince him to quit dipping in something that ain't his business. It's not your carnal man's business what your spirit is doing. Let him go to, to, you know, wherever your carnal man wants to go. Huh? What goes on in Vegas stays in Vegas. Let him go on over there and spend some time. Huh? But your spirit man is going to take over and convert him. See, your, 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 you have, your spirit has the mind of Christ. He's already converted. He's got to convert your, your carnal soul to quit fighting with him and quit arguing with him and quit telling him, oh, yeah, you ain't here. Look at, look at, look at, ain't nobody looking at nothing but the word. Huh? Not today, devil, and not any other day, devil. I'm looking at the word. That's it. Well, how you feel? With my hands. Yeah, go, hey, go third grade on them. Huh? That worked in the third grade, didn't it? Huh? Let's just tell your carnal mind, you know what? You sit there for a minute because suddenly it's going to shake you up real bad. Because suddenly I'm going to be without this symptom. Suddenly I'm going to have no care. Suddenly it's all going to, suddenly, and it's going to shake you up. It's going to shake you up like crazy. Pastor Shirley, I think that's what that vibrating is for the suddenlies are coming. The suddenlies are coming. The suddenlies are coming. I said the suddenlies are coming. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for your suddenly word, your suddenly occurrences, for things that will break forth suddenly. Your your word promises our health will spring forth like the noonday sun. That's Jesus. He's the healer. And he's waiting to spring forth in us. He can't wait to spring the suddenly on us. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you for your word and thank you for understanding. Thank you for goodness and mercy that caused the suddenly 
to come upon us and to help us and to bless us in every way. Father, we thank you that you work in the assemblies. That way we can't stop it. We can't mess it up. We can't miss it. It comes so quickly before we know it, we have it. And we haven't been able to fight it. God, thank you, Lord. Help us understand these mysteries as much as we can. We want to be converted. Amen. Don't flip over into the suddenly, Sir God. And know that healing remains. It will not leave. It remains. It remains. You gave it to us permanently. You never give anything for us to lose it. You give it to us for us to keep it forever and ever and ever. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Praise God. If anybody needs prayer, come on up and I'll pray for you.